Trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhardt to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhardt to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Inside New Orleans, I'm your host, Eric Asher. 106.1 FM Nash Icon, bringing you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. Uh, don't forget, folks, about the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app. It's a mobile app that you can take the show with you anywhere. Also, Nash FM 106.1, ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. Our podcast available on Anchor, but on all major podcasting platforms. Anchor is our home base. All you got to do is, again, either uh, 
Put in Eric Asher or, again, Inside New Orleans uh, radio show with Eric Asher in your search engine, and you should be able to find the um, uh, the podcast. Uh, we just have that podcast up for you about 20 minutes after the program ends. This week on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, Sean Vazan of Fox 8 Sports is my guest. Thursday, live broadcast on WLAE-TV at 1 p.m., rebroadcast at 6 p.m. on WLAE-TV on, on Thursday night. Don't forget, we're also live streaming on the WLAE-TV YouTube page every Thursday at 1 p.m. Uh, as we go live at the WLA-TV studios. Also, 10 o'clock on the Deuce WLA-TV. That's on Thursday. On Friday, it's 9 o'clock on Pelican Sports Television. Uh, 10, 10 p.m. on WLA-TV. Saturday at 2 a.m. on the Deuce. And then we finish up at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television every single Saturday afternoon. Always at ericasher.com. Always on our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter and Eric Asher on Facebook. So, again, a uh, lot to talk about today. I'm going to be joined by Gary Smith of uh, the Wave Report, Noble.com, and the Times-Picayune. He will join us at 410, so he'll be with us in about two minutes from now. Uh, we'll talk to Ali Cassell about the uh, Pelicans uh, media day. Today was the first day of training camp uh, at 435. Mike Scarborough will talk about the Tigers at 510 this afternoon. Of course, we'll talk a bit about the mass mandate that was uh, extended by the uh, governor today all the way to October the 27th. No word on whether the, the mayor is going to stop the um, the COVID-19 vaccination identification situation that we're seeing right now here in the city. So, again, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll talk a bit about that. Also, we'll talk a bit about energy in the second hour as well. Uh, a lot more information out there now about energy. I told you it was going to happen. I told you, again, we'd have some great reporters that would be out there investigating and doing the investigative reporting that's necessary to be able to find out if energy was hardening the system, what they were doing in terms of putting money in the transmission lines. Uh, when we were up in Nashville, I was doing extensive research on this. And, I, I, again, I knew it was only a matter of time before guys like David Hammer, Lee Zurich, and, and of course, uh, maybe Gordon Russell of the paper would be out there doing their, their investigative reporting. And uh, we're starting to see some of that stuff come to fruition now. We'll talk a bit about that uh, in the second hour as well. All right, let's, let's, let's get to it. Let's talk a little Tulane football. And that what, again, a lot of us were hoping for um, as they came back home over the weekend. Uh, first game back, uh, taking on UAB. But joining us on the program to discuss what happened on Saturday night in Yeoman is, uh, of course, the best in the business when it comes to Tulane football, Tulane basketball, baseball, you name it. Tulane Athletic is all over it. He is the uh, proprietor of the Wave Report uh, uh, website and, of course, writes about the Wave for the local paper and, of course, NOLA.com. Gary Smith is with us. Gary, how are you? Doing pretty good. Uh, yeah, that, that, was, that was not a pretty performance by Tulane on Saturday night, particularly the first quarter and, and a half uh, that, that that was about as abjectly awful as I've seen a Tulane team play under Willie Fritz um, up until about the midpoint of the second quarter. They gave themselves a chance to come back and win, but they were really they were kind of whipped at the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball, and uh, it was it, it was just a, it was a tough performance all the way around. No, it really was, and, and honestly, unexpected, especially after mm-hmm. what we saw against Oklahoma. What we saw against Morgan State, which, again, taking care of business like you should um, yep. if you're Tulane. Again, they ran into a buzzsaw at Ole Miss. Yeah. I thought that would, that would motivate them yep. uh, to be able to come in and to be able to, again, uh, you know, take it, to, take it to UAB. Instead, you know, I mean, look, they're, they're two-time conference champs mm-hmm. of, of, of Conference USA. But nevertheless, yeah. uh, Tulane didn't play up to Tulane's uh, uh, capability. No. 
And, and, and look, I, I told you um, last week I was a little worried about mm-hmm. Tulane's defense yes. because it's hard to take a beating. Doesn't matter how good Ole Miss is, and I think Matt Corral might win. Not Corral might win the Heisman Trophy. When you give up nine touchdowns and eleven possessions, your confidence is shaken. And Tulane's defense came out and looked like it against UAB because. The, the shoddy tackling that we saw against Ole Miss mm-hmm. was there pretty much all night against uh, sure. <laughs> against UAB, and the first three possessions were just were just awful. Um, the the first possession looked like a reprise of reprisal of all of last year, where they had four third downs, they converted all of them. They had a third and twelve, they had an easy completion for a first down that set the tone for a game. Fifteen play touchdown drive. The next possession, the guy's wide open for a seventy-five yard touchdown pass, and one play where Tulane's cornerback gets beaten by five yards. Third possession was easy too. The defense did play better after that, but yeah, you, you can't do that. <laughs> you can't you can't spot a good team. And UAB is mm-hmm. not a great team, but they are a good team. A twenty-one yes. to nothing lead, and, uh, and if once you do that, you're fortunate to have a chance to, to win the game. There there are some extenuating circumstances on offense though, because I've learned that uh, Michael Pratt did not practice at all last week. Um, he did. He, he he took you know he was on the field he he, yes. he participated but he didn't throw and he looked bad in the first quarter and that was why he was wiping the rust off he returned to form after that through a huge fourth down completion to Tyreek James when they were down twenty one nothing to keep it from really getting out of hand and he played pretty well after that point but the rust clearly showed and they're not revealing exactly what his injury is but obviously it's something with his arm that um, he has to rest it <laughs> during the week um, um, and he, he he will definitely play against East Carolina he's a tough he's a tough hombre he will play yes. against East Carolina this week but I, I think that was part of the reason for the slow start by the offense. Not the only reason, but one of the reasons no, for the slow absolutely start. not, because they were out physical yeah. on both sides of the yeah. ball, and that was one of the things that I yeah. really didn't expect uh, yeah. going into this game. I thought they would be able to hold their own in terms of physicality, but back to Pratt for a moment. Yeah. We saw the tackle late, and it seemed mm-hmm. like a dirty tackle from, from the from the yeah. Ole Miss defensive tackle, where mm-hmm. he drove uh, uh, Pratt into, into his shoulder, yep. into the turf, uh, yeah. and I wondered again how that was going to linger. Pretty obvious now mm-hmm. that it has lingered, and yep. um, it's affected him. There's no doubt about mm-hmm. it. It has yeah, absolutely affected him, and you, you saw that on Saturday. You can't. He's a second-year quarterback. You you can't go a whole week without getting actual live reps and expect to be, especially at the beginning of a game, your your normal self. So uh, yeah, it, that definitely played a factor in the game. And and, and then the other thing is, is Justin Ibiet isn't available at all. I don't know what his injury is either, but he was not. He didn't play. He wasn't wow. available. And I think he Who threw the ball for, him? for quite some time. Um, so Who's Kai it? Horton came in. He's their third string okay. quarterback. The one yeah. play that um, Pratt went out, Kai Horton came yes. in. He, he's um, and he actually completed a <laughs> nine-yard mm-hmm. pass, went right back out because um, Pratt came in. But that's the mm-hmm. if Pratt gets injured um, for the foreseeable future, Kai Horton, true freshman, is going to be Tulane's starting quarterback. Wow. Uh, one thing that is a little bit concerning about Pratt right now, again, end of the yeah. game, trying to win the game. Of course, the the, the errant throw mm-hmm. uh, that ultimately was was a, was called a fumble, right? Uh, yeah. Or was that an Yeah. Okay. It was a fumble. I mean, that's yeah, he was that's trying, happened. He, he, tried to, he tried to pull it back in. And it yes, he did. Out of his he was probably going to get sacked. It was fourth down. He was probably going to get sacked anyway at that right. point. But, but yeah, that, that was on him. He just – just the ball slipped out of his hand. Um, and, uh, a little, little yeah, concerning, like, though, uh, Gary. i got to tell you, this is not the first time this has happened with Pratt. On again, trying to come back. Again, maybe throwing an interception or having a turnover. Yeah. It comes with time. But, again, I, I can't knock the kid because he's given him everything he can. 
Yeah, I don't. That one doesn't bother me as much. I thought he, yeah, you know, if, if if he isn't victimized by the by the customary four to five drops. Some people say seven that that yep. Dillian had in that game. He would have thrown for over 350 yards. Um, it is, but but he he took it on himself. And I, I loved his quote afterwards. He said, "Great quarterbacks, when you get an onside kick in that situation, you go on and win the game." And he said he's had two chances and he hadn't done it either time. And he was really angry at himself about that. But I, I honestly, I still think Pratt's the least of their concerns right now. The, you, you mentioned them getting physically beaten. Tulane mm-hmm. rushed for 90 yards against UAB, and Pratt wasn't sacked once. He was pressured a ton and sacked mm-hmm. in college count against rushing total. So this was legit. Sure. Tulane rushed for 90 yards. It's only the second time in the Willie Fritz era that Tulane rushed for less than 100 yards, and that's against UAB. Now, no offense to them. They have a good defense, but that, that's Tulane can't run the ball um, and right now. And, and, and I talked to Willie Fritz said after practice day, they, they've got to find one, one running play they can hang their hat on where they know they're going to get yards. That was never an issue under Willie Fritz teams in the past. Even when they had no quarterback and no passing game, they could always run the ball. And right now, they're not. And it's not. It's not that Chip Long doesn't believe in the run. Chip Long's a run-first, play-action coach. He wants to run. They just can't run right now. Cam Carroll's averaging less than four yards per carry. He's dancing too much. He's not hitting the hole. Um, they, 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 um, Ty J Spears, they keep saying he's healthy, but obviously they don't really believe he's healthy because he's only getting a couple of touches a game. Um, it's, it, they, 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 they got to find um, Eugenio Booker did have a good game, um, had, had some good runs. I think they'll use him more, but running back, which has always been a strength of this team right now is not. And the offensive line is not helping out either. And that, that's something they got to fix. Willie Fritz teams can't be running for 90 yards and winning games. That's, that's not, that's not going to work. Talk about the injuries right now uh, affecting this team on both sides of the ball. Yeah, well, the, the the big one on defense, which they hid really well, and and practice was closed last week anyway because Tulane campus wasn't open. I mean, it was a Tulane rule; nobody was allowed on campus. Um, Nick Anderson got injured against Ole Miss, and it, it, it appears he's another tough guy. Apparently, he got, he may have gotten injured before the Ole Miss game, played through the Ole Miss game, and then said wow. the pain was too much. And and you know he, he's just a warrior because he it's, he, he was in a leg cast today. Willie Fritz said after the game he's going to be out another three to four weeks. It's a, it's one of those severe high ankle sprains, and those mm. things linger. I mean, it'd be worse if he were a wide receiver, obviously, or a running yes. back with that injury. But he's probably the, Tulane's best tackler. And that's the other area where the team's just falling apart is in tackling. And, and uh, they, they really – they needed his – and he's, he's, their, he's their leader on defense, too. They needed his steadying influence out there when things were, were going haywire early in the game. And they're going to have to play without him for at least another two games, maybe longer. Talk a little bit about East Carolina and the matchup this weekend. Yeah, it's a must-win for both teams. <laughs> um, this is uh, – East Carolina is not a particularly good football team. They they struggled mightily. They they beat they beat um, Charleston Southern of the FCS twenty eight to twenty four um, Saturday, and they won the second quarter twenty eight to nothing. So the the other quarters they lost twenty four to nothing. Um, that tells you how much they're struggling right now. But they're, they're certainly capable. They almost beat South Carolina in their opener. Um, they're they're two and two, but they're a team that Tulane has. Done well. I think Willie Fritz is three and zero against East Carolina. They've been struggling for years. This is a huge game for them at home. It's kind of an elimination game, honestly. Neither if Tulane loses that game, Tulane's obviously not going to a bowl game this year at one and four. East Carolina, if they lose that game, they'd be two and three. They they probably aren't going to a bowl game for about the fifth year in a row here. So it, it, it's an it's a must win for Tulane. So it's a conference opener. Obviously, if Tulane doesn't fix a lot of their problems, they're not going to do much anyway. But 
the hope is they'll get better as the year goes along. And that has to start. It doesn't matter how they play on Saturday. They just have to win. <laughs> they have to get to one and know they have to win in Greenville to, uh, to give themselves a chance to recover from this, this funk they're in pretty much on, on, in all aspects of the game. Will uh, we be able to see it back here at home? It'll be another one on ESPN plus. So if you've got okay. that package, you can watch it. It's not on over the air TV. Mm-hmm. Um, two and th- one and three team versus a two and two team. Um, that's, 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 that's what happens. <laughs> um, yep, but, well, uh, it is. It's going to, it's middle of the afternoon, two thirty. So if you've got ESPN plus, it'll be available. Beautiful. Gary, I always appreciate the update on the, on the Tulane green wave. Tell the folks about your fantastic site, how folks can follow you on social media and what you got coming up for us in the, in the, in the paper over the next few days. Sure. Um, some great interviews today that I've already posted on my site. Joey Claybrook, left tackle. He he's discuss- he, he said he was disgusted with the way he played in that game. He uh, he says he's a fourth-year senior and he, he he's not doing the job. He's not ha- he, he he says they can play better. He's expecting they will start playing better. The full interview with him. Talk to Chip Long. A lot of people want to hear what their Tulane's offensive coordinator thinks. He's he's very candid. He's actually he's got a reputation for being kind of arrogant. He's actually pretty. He shows a lot of humility in interviews, and and he he, he certainly got on himself for that play call after the interception when they ran a reverse and lost 11 yards. He called that a bonehead play call. He admitted that that really hurt them in the game. Um, then for the advocate doing a story right now on the running problems that Tulane's had, how kind of unprecedented it is in the, in the Willie Fritz era. And later this week, a Noah Seiden feature. Now there's one bright spot. The former walk-on from, from St. Paul's in, in, on the North Shore had mm-hmm. two sacks in that game. He said he hadn't had two sacks in a game since high school. He's, he's going to start against East Carolina. He's really worked and he, he plays so hard. He gives them the effort. He's a good tackler. Maybe he'll make a difference against East Carolina. Hopefully so. At Gareth Smith on um, on Twitter, and of course the Wave Report is how you can find out everything you need to know about Tulane. Thanks, my friend. We'll check in with you next week. Hopefully, talking about a Tulane victory. It's desperately needed. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. That is Gary Smith again. Wave Report. If you're a Tulane fan, you've got to be on the Wave Report. Uh, you're getting everything you need to know about the Green Wave right there in front of you on your uh, tablet, PC. Uh, again, uh, also again on your phone. So maybe again, you might want to want to subscribe to that. And of course, check him out on Twitter at Gary Smith on Twitter. All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. Uh, don't forget about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. I've told you all along. Look, generator sales and service, they got you covered. Air conditioning systems, well, again, you need it. Repaired or replaced, they got you covered there. Heating systems as well. I've also told you again now doing electrical repair, inspection, and testing. So, again, especially those uh, after the storm that need help there, they can help you there. Now offering outdoor lighting, ceiling fan installation as well. So, again, as you start to rebuild and you need help, Burkhart can be there for you. Truly a company you can trust. Only doing the work that's necessary. And, again, a a company that's been around since 1989. Family owned and operated. Uh, John's sons, Jason and and Josh, are in one of the 15 trucks in the field to get to you quickly. 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business. Back at the office, uh, his his wife, Kathy, is in the office. Truly a family owned and operated business. And, of course, John's still out there uh, doing his thing as well. Again, so uh, want a company you can trust? It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. acpromise.com, acpromise.com. You're over the never-ending New Orleans summer heat. It's hot. Then you're one of us. It's hot. Welcome to 106.1 Nash Icon's never-ending summer of Nash. I mean, let's be honest. We all prefer Nash country over 106 degrees. 
Let us reward your battle against the heat with some of the hottest tickets in New Orleans. It's all about having a good time, right? Every weekday while you work with Scott Innes, you can win tickets to Florida Georgia Live. This is how we roll. Luke Combs. Church. All you gotta do is put a drink in my hand. Yes, one Nash winner will get them all. Get the code to text every day while you work. Stream us online at NashFM1061.com. Then turn it up loud. The never-ending summer of Nash. Only from New Orleans Country Giant. 1061 Nash FM. This report is sponsored by Macy's. Create your trademark style at Macy's VIP sale with big savings on the latest fall arrivals and great deals on your go-to beauty picks, fragrances, and more. Plus, Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Denise Bonya delays remain steady from Loyola to Power, and then they pick back up from just past Elysian Fields to the high rise. 10 westbound, you delays are steady from North Claiborne to Canal, and then delays pick back up on 10 westbound from City Park to just past the airport. On the 610 on the westbound side, you delays are steady from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge, and on the eastbound side from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. And if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City Connection, delays remain steady. From Stump Boulevard to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit, I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great Southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. This is the time of year where you want to feel comfortable, and Burkhart wants you and your family to be safe. That's why they asked me to talk about Generac Automatic Standby Generators. When the power goes out, a Generac generator from Burkhart will keep the lights on, your refrigerator on, air conditioning. It's all up and running instantly. So next time the storm hits, don't be left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Ray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Ray Stovall Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. 
Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays. That's Ray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. I want to thank uh, Gary Smith of uh, the Wave Report and also uh, the advocate, Times Begune and NOLA.com for joining us. Alec Cassell is going to join us a little bit after 435, uh, and we'll talk some Pels with him. We're going to talk Pels right now uh, for a few minutes. Look, I talked a lot about it yesterday and, and, and even, again, jumped on it on social media last night. Look, I'm just, let me just say this right now. I, I love the Pelicans. I love NBA basketball, okay? I, I want to see the Pelicans succeed, just like I want to see the Saints succeed, LSU, Tulane, all the home schools. I mean, it doesn't matter, okay? I mean, I'm a New Orleanian. I want the best for our city, for our state. And, of course, when it comes to the home teams, heck, I want winners, okay? Period, the end, winners. Uh, but I'm, I'm hoping that, We've become a savvy fan base, okay? And that this is not like when I was growing up in the 60s and 70s and even into the 80s where, again, you know, you'd swallow everything the Saints would say and then you'd realize, again, they were not be- no, no better than a, than a five-win team. That, again, a lot of the writers, some of those, again, some of the greatest writers in the history of this city, uh, in some cases were doing PR uh, for the team uh, in training camp rather than telling the truth uh, to, to the, the masses that either read them or, or watched them or listened to them over the airwaves. We still have that in some cases today. In some cases we have it because people don't know what they're looking at. But we still have that in some cases today. So I certainly hope the fan base in this town did not fall for this dog and pony show put on by David Griffin, Zion Williamson, and the Pelicans yesterday. Okay? And I'm not trying to be negative here. I'm just laying it on the line. You know, Griff with all the BS when he came into town about this a transparent club that wanted to engage the fans of New Orleans that, you know, again, that, you know, that they, they were going to, you know, he was going to be honest Actions speak ho- louder than hollow words, and that's where we are right now. Look, actions. He hid Zion Williamson's hamstring injury in the bubble, saying it was a family emergency. My gosh, who would say something like that? You're thinking family emergency. You're thinking, oh, my God, somebody's dying. Somebody's in the hospital. There's a problem. No, the Williamson family didn't want anybody knowing that he was injured again. So, well, again, uh, Griffin going right along with it, okay? Then... He hid Zion's broken foot surgery in the offseason, okay? He allowed everybody to put the narrative out there that Zion is a, is a malcontent, uh, that he doesn't want to be around his teammates. He didn't show up in the Phoenix when, when again, uh, Langdon and, um, and, and uh, B.I. were there checking out Willie Green. He didn't show up to, to Vegas when, again, uh, uh, the team was there. They were working out together. They didn't go to Nashville when Nikhil Alexander-Walker got everybody together in Nashville, including, again, members of the staff do the work on a kind of a mini training camp, uh, but before they, uh, like really a mini camp before they go to training camp. Didn't show up for any of that stuff. So they allowed the narrative to continue to, to, to be able to, to go out there that uh, Zion hated it here and that he wanted out and he wasn't going to sign the extension. Could have cut that, could have nipped that in the butt just by saying the dude got injured working out, like, again, every other NBA club did, but he didn't do it. So now we're supposed to believe that everything in, in Pelican land is kumbaya, <laughs> okay? And that Zion loves New Orleans, that he loves the fans, he loves the organization, okay? Um, let me remind everybody, Baron Davis said it, Chris Paul said it, Anthony Davis said it. Everything that, that, that Zion said yesterday has been said by the last three superstars in this town. And two of those guys, generational players, they're going to be in the Hall of Fame in CP3 and, and also Anthony Davis. I mean, I'm just saying, do you have a short memory? 
Do you have a short memory? Do you not remember those guys saying the same exact thing about loving New Orleans, loving the organization, loving the fan base, wanting to be here long term? Griff, who's supposed to be the savior of the franchise, has done nothing to improve the winning percentage here. Okay, come on. Uh, playoff series wins? Hadn't been to the playoffs yet. How can you win a series? Okay. Um, instead, those precious assets that we got in the Anthony Davis deal, he's had to use those to undo his mistakes. Not good. Not good at all. He hasn't built a winner, nor, the, again, the trust of his players. More importantly, Zion. Okay? You're not going to tell me that, uh, that everything is kumbaya over there right now. I'm not buying it. You would think that that athletic piece that, that came out last, uh, what, uh, at the end of the season about Zion's family believing uh, that the Pelicans have a dysfunctional front office was BS. I do not. I do not. And I was a guy that was hook, line, and sinker, all in, man crush on David Griffin based on everything he said. So you could say all the great things about what you're going to do, but you haven't followed it up by doing those things. Okay? You may say you know how to build a winner, but you have not built a winner. And I'm throwing Cleveland out, man. Cleveland's LeBron James. Don't even get sucked into that, to, to that, to that BS, right? I mean, that's LeBron James coming in, changing, the, the, again, uh, the pathway of the franchise. They were going in one direction, trying to build through the draft. Zion, uh, I'm sorry, uh, LeBron James comes in. They start adding, uh, again, uh, veteran players at minimum salaries and win a championship. That little is nothing to do with, with David Griffin. So you talk about, again, the, 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 the fact that the Zion Williamson family feels that the front office is dysfunctional. You think that went away? You think that, that just evaporated? Why? Because, again, he's, he's in, he is um, in cahoots with the family to be able to keep things secret about Zion, that all of a sudden, again, that, that now it's less dysfunctional? Please. That makes it more dysfunctional to me. I don't believe Zion or any, or any player on that team is okay with 30 wins a season. I'm Okay, I, look, I've never been a professional athlete, okay, but I don't care what it is. I, I want to win, okay, and I'm not happy with losing season and anything that I've been involved in. So you think professional athletes are okay with it? No way. Now, Zion can uh, – not not a Zion, okay? Look, he can roll out this BS line about loving New Orleans, loving the fans, loving the organization. Uh, if that's the case, then while you're professing your love for New Orleans, why don't you both throw some guarantees out there, Zion? Okay, I mean, you can talk all the trash you want in front of the media and they can just lap it up like, again, a bowl of gumbo. All right. But at the end of the day, you want to show where the rubber hits the road here? Why don't you guarantee you're going to sign that extension at the end of the season and that you're going to play that extension out until it expires? See, again, words as opposed to actions. You could tell me what you're going to do, but show me what you're going to do. And as I've stated, you know, in the past, I'm more interested in seeing if Zion has expanded his game, okay? He could tell the media all he wants about how hard he worked, and then he, he broke the fifth monocipital bone in his, in his right foot and needed to have surgery. But I want to see, again, if he's learned how to defend. Is he a willing defender? Does he understand defensive concepts, something, again, he has no clue in his first two years here in the league? Will he be a double-double guy? I've said it before. This dude should roll out of bed and get 10 rebounds. He's averaging seven. Yeah, he's a 27-point scorer, okay, but it's a one-dimensional score, just around the basket. As he expanded his, his game, does he have a mid-range? Can he do something besides, again, go and attack the basket? That's all. 
add more to your repertoire like the great ones do in every offseason. Did you do that this offseason? And then will you take a leadership role? Because right now, okay, quiet and meek Brandon Ingram looks like he's becoming the leader of this team. Nikhil Alexander-Walker, what, a couple years uh, out of college, much like Zion, has taken a leadership role. But Zion is the face of the franchise and has not taken a leadership role. So let me say this. Everything that went on yesterday is BS, absolute BS, okay? That media day was nothing more than a dog and pony show that's, that, again, is perfect for a charlatan like Griff. So we'll see what happens. We'll see if this team can turn it around. We'll see if Willie Green can reach these players and if they're going to play hard for Willie Green and if Zion is going to be the, the leader of this team and has expanded his game. And then, again, when the season ends, if they have an opportunity to be in the playoffs and then, and then go in through the playoffs and maybe win a series or two. And then when, when it comes time to sign that extension, if Zion's going to show that love and affection for New Orleans and the fans and the organization by, again, committing to this organization long term, or is he just going to be another one in the long list of players who talked a good game and told us how much they loved this and loved the city and the fans and the organization, but, but, but one after the other, Baron Davis, Chris, Chris Paul, Anthony Davis, all ended up in, in, in other markets. All ended up in other markets. Is Zion the next one? I would say there's a good possibility of that, especially if things don't turn around. But I'll also say this before I close. As far as the organization goes, if they don't see Zion doing what he needs to do to expand his game, to become, again, the superstar that everybody thought he was going to be coming out of college, well, maybe they need to strike before the, while the iron's hot. And before they, have, they are pushed into a decision where, again, they can't get the maximum amount for Zion. Because maybe that's what you need to be thinking down the line here, too. Again, what's best for the organization? And if that happens, I don't know if I want Griff making that, making that decision based on the decision that he's made thus far. No, things are far from Kumbaya in Pelican land, and that was proven yesterday at, the, at again, that dog and pony media show that went on out on Airline Drive. All right, we'll take a break. We come back. Alec Cassell, the Bird Rights, joins us. We'll get his take on this. Could be a completely different take than mine. We'll get his take on what's going on with the Pels. All that coming up next here on Inside New Orleans. Hi, Eric Ash with Celebrity Chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoy new terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or 
are kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms. Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say to Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike, did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud, no, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man, you know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. And why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton. For punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. As life gets back to normal here, Diamonds Direct is doing our part with a special offer that's guaranteed to make celebrating those important moments easier and more affordable than ever. You can make any purchase at Diamonds Direct now and spread your payments over five years with zero interest. And everything's included. Rings, earrings, pendants, bracelets, bands. Plus, every sale at Diamonds Direct will benefit Cajun Navy Ground Force and Second Harvest. Buy now. Spread your payments over five years and give back at Diamonds Direct on Severn Avenue across from Lakeside Mall. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Ali Cassell of the Bird Rights joins us, talking some pelicans. Ali, I've uh, had a couple monologues since yesterday about what happened at at, uh, Pelican Camp yesterday with the media day, Uh, first with Griffin's uh, press conference and then with Zion's press conference, professing his love for New Orleans. Uh, You know, again, that, uh, you know, he loves the organization. He loves the city. He loves the fans, blah, 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 blah. Heard it with Byron Davis. Heard it with AD. Heard it with CP3. Uh, again, I'm, I'm not buying anything that I heard yesterday out of either Griffin or Zion. I'd love to get your take on what you saw, what you heard, because you were there. Yeah, regarding that specific um, detail, you know, the relationship between Griff and Zion and, of course, Zion's care for the city, we have seen it before. But here's where I'm differentiating it. I don't know if everybody remembers, but Anthony Davis started talking about his love for the city early on, and he actually meant it. He really enjoyed it here. I know his family was torn on the issue. But AD really had friends here. He, he uh, really started to get to like things. Well, things started changing. He started maturing, and the losing seasons kept on piling up, where he had that change of heart to where, you know, finally being told stuff in his ear. Well, that's when he decided to sign with Clutch and get on out of here. So I think Zion may be currently on that same track, but it can obviously change if the Pelicans honestly start winning. And that's where I think we're at. I think Zion brings a more genuine – approach when he's talking to media and, and, and he just comes across more genuine right when, when he made the comment yesterday when Fletcher Mackle asked the question yep. you know I thought he answered that although it might have been a little bit acting on his part but from deep down you, you could tell that's where it came from because you know Zion's never been caught in any kind of lies never been kind of trying to you know dodge questions anything that's made him uncomfortable he's kind of either told you up front the answer or he told him or you said He'd rather not answer it for whatever reason. Well, he didn't do that. So right now, it's not a concern to me. I know what he said. You can't take it, put it in the bank, and hope it's still there two, three years, right? But as of today, I still think Zion genuinely likes here. He likes to play with his teammates, and uh, that can stay that 
status quo as long as the Pelicans start winning and make it a consistent thing around here. What about the injury in the offseason that was, again, kept away from the public, the media, uh, uh, et cetera? It's the second time this has happened with Zion. Uh, we go back to the bubble with the hamstring injury that was called a family emergency. And then, uh, look, they allowed this narrative to fester of Zion and Griff not getting along, of Zion, again, not being uh, there for, for his teammates, not showing up in, in uh, Phoenix with B.I. And, and Langdon, not showing up in Vegas, not showing up in Nashville. They allowed this to fester when they could have just came out and said, hey, he had an injury working out, he'll be ready by the regular season. And that would have been, that would have been the end of it. Yeah, I completely agree with you on this one, Eric. Look, it's troubling, first of all, that Zion is seemingly getting injured now every year, going back to his days in high school. Um, and this is the worst one yet for me because of his size. He's a big guy, weighs over 280 pounds, and usually big guys that start having issues with their feet, well, their careers get derailed. And so hopefully this will not be one of many you know, foot injuries. I've heard that Kevin Durant has broken the bone in his foot four different times. But guess what? Look at his stature, then look at Zion. Got to think with Zion, he'd probably be slowed considerably if this keeps on happening, like it does has with other centers around the league. And Zydrunas Ilgauskas used to play for the Cavaliers. It's probably my favorite example. He played with LeBron James, but he came in the league as, as a very dynamic type of guy. But, boy, by the end of his career, he couldn't even move. So from that standpoint, that's the most concerning thing. But as far as, you know, the way they approach media and, and kind of keep you hidden, yeah, it's not a good look either. And But I don't think it's going to continue. Because if there's one thing that we've learned um, is, is that now the gambling side of things has really taken over the betting odds, Las Vegas, you name it. Sure. This type of information it would have never been able to have been withheld, say, during the season. But I think also in the offseason, that's going to start getting eliminated. Because guess what? This over-underline on the Pelicans has been around, Eric, for what, maybe a month now, something along mm-hmm. those lines. Think of all the people that have placed bets. Yeah. and um, did so on this 39-and-a-half points. I, th- I think that's what it was over-under. And now you learn this news. Obviously, it affects everything. So you got to imagine there's going to be millions of people that are going to be unhappy that place bets. And, of course, now the gambling uh, side of things, they're going to put pressure on the NBA. And you got to believe David Stern's going to listen because they're bringing a lot of money to the NBA. So I think that's all going to change. But from the standpoint of the family, I also don't like it. There's a certain... Um, you want to say pattern developing here where obviously we know Zion's injury prone, but they're still trying to hide that fact for some reason. And I'm not sure why do they want to keep it out of the news because that's less time that we're all going to be talking about how injury prone he is instead of talking about for these last say two and a half months right. of his foot uh, getting broken. We, we, we basically do. We, we talk about other things. So maybe from their mental uh, standpoint, they think that's a good thing, but either way, I agree with you. It has got to change because it's not a good look for the organization. It's not no, a it's not. good look for anybody, and I don't think the NBA is going to allow it too much longer. All right, let's talk about this year's version of the, of the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, one thing that came out of yesterday's press conference uh, was Brandon Ingram was, was said he put on 15 pounds of muscle. He's also taken a more uh, more of a leadership role, which is again kind of goes against his personality, where he's kind of a you know a subdued guy, not not a, not a very vocal guy. But again, looks like he has to take the reins here. Uh, talk a little bit about Brandon Ingram, and then kind of get into the to the. Um, the lineup itself, and how you think this team is going to be built going into the season. Yeah, so aside Zion's injury, I think Brandon Ingram was the best surprise of media day. You know, everybody was talking about Zion before even they knew of his injury, right, because he's Zion. And then, of course, the other talk was surrounding the backcourt, who's going to replace Lonzo Ball and Eric Bledsoe. 
Um, and that's going to be a great training uh, camp uh, competition, according to Willie Green today. And you've got to think Devontae Graham, Nikhil, uh, Trey Murphy, Najee Marshall, maybe even Josh Hart. All those guys are vying for two spots. And so that's going to be great. And somebody could grab hold the reins and really elevate the starting lineup. But nobody's been talking about Brandon Ingram until really yesterday. And I'll tell you what, watch, looking at him up close, just sitting 20 feet away from me, he was definitely noticeably bigger and larger. And that's been one of the biggest knocks I think we've had on B.I., right, Eric, since he's arrived here in sure. Two things, conditioning and defense. He's always needed to raise his conditioning, his strength, his endurance, stamina, and then, of course, defensively, just, just carrying on that side. Well, he addressed really both of them. First, you know, by coming in, obviously, much more toned, stronger, bigger. And I've heard the same. Uh, he got down to about maybe 185 pounds or so at times playing last year. Well, now he's considerably north of 200. Uh, that's great. He's never been really over 200. He's always played around 190, I've been told. The other thing, of course, is defensively. I mean, we, we talked about ad nauseum. Zion and Brandon Ingram are the cornerstones. But to be a great two-way player, to be one of the best players, you've got to be a two-way player. And neither one of them definitely were not last season. They would never be confused with, say, a Drew Holiday. That's got to change. And I think Brandon finally, the dots connected for him this summer, and he realized that. He said that's the biggest thing he wants to work on, or he worked on this summer, but wants to stress this season, is to basically set a tone, to be a presence defensively, and hopefully it trickles down to his teammates, and therefore it helps the Pelicans develop that defensive identity. So just hearing all that, seeing all this, really brought back, um, expect, raised expectations of Brandon Ingram, who we kind of honestly soured on last year. Mm-hmm. Um, talk about expansion of games. Um, you know, again, we were already hearing Jackson Hayes. He looks like, just looking at him last night on TV, looks like he's put on muscle as well, which is necessary. Uh, shooting threes. Um, you talk about Brandon Ingram, uh, again, focusing on defense. Talk about some of the other players and the expansion of their games. Yeah, so obviously a young team, you're hoping to see growth in games, just their uh, physicality, their bodies, everything. And Jackson Hayes is the other one also stood out. Nikhil did as well. But as far as Jackson, I haven't seen it personally yet, but I am dying to see this new three-point shot. It's supposedly in Nashville. He really looked like the best player in the first three or four days up in Nashville during informal workouts. And supposedly today, first practice, he was lighting it up. Uh, if, if anybody follows Antonio Daniels on Twitter, he, he talked about it. So, yeah, supposedly Jackson told us he wants to add a three-point shot, but he doesn't want to make it a big part of his game. He just kind of wants to mix it in. That makes sense. I mean, he's a gifted, gifted kid. So his best strength still, of course, is getting to the rim, right? And you want him as a five, especially when he's playing a five. Um, and say Zion's not out there to be attacking that lane and going for offensive rebounds, going hard on rolls off of pick and rolls and such. But just be able to stretch the floor, boy, that would be a godsend. And it sounds like he's developed that along other things. I've heard he's now able to dribble off the, from the perimeter, get to the rim, mm-hmm. or make a play for others. There's a lot of other things I'm dying to see. And uh, besides him, like I mentioned, Nikhil, there's a maturity about him now, Eric, where you sense it. And I think his uh, time with Team Canada this summer really helped him. And that's what one person privately told me, that this guy's really now thinking the game. And you're probably going to see uh, that you know, in games this year where he's not going to be making those silly turnovers or have bad halves, bad games, where it's just you're wondering why the Jekyll and Mr. Hyde with them. Mm-hmm. And you, you hope that's going to be the theme, right, with Tyra Lewis, Najee, all these other younger guys sure. that have been in the league, gotten a taste. So that's what this team really needs. 
They need a bunch of these guys to step forward if this team's truly going to make at least some noise and get in the playoffs this year. Talk about the three new additions, uh, Valasuenas, also um, Graham, and Sordanowski. I'm a big fan of Valanchunas. This guy looks like he, he knows what's going on. I've heard nothing but praise about his um, IQ. He really has an understanding of the game. He plays, you know, he can play a lot of different ways now. He's been shooting the three ball now for about four years, but it's not a lot of shots. It's just about he's been averaging one shot from the perimeter, uh, from outside the arc, that is, per game. But it's the fact that he's now outside the paint player, and that's what we want to see next to Zion. Steven Adams never really made sense. Derek Favors the same. You need to be able to clear that lane if you've got if your best player needs the ball and and to be successful to be in there. And I think Valanciunas is going to help there. Of course, along with the glass, um, Pelicans were not a good rebounding team until they got Stephen Adams last year. Well, guess what? They're not losing anything with Adams leaving because Valanciunas is just as good, maybe if not slightly better. And like I said, that offensive understanding that he has that Adams doesn't is going to be a big boon. Uh, Devontae Graham, uh, I like him. There's something about him that you've got a vibe that he just fits, and he fits in New Orleans, and he's going to fit with his team. I think it helps a lot that he's from the same region as uh, Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson in the Carolinas. He's also got an understanding of what it takes to fight. You know, he, he came in the league unheralded from Kansas, didn't really – I don't think he was drafted. And then, of course, he had to earn his time where he had to fight for a starting job and last year kind of got taken away with LaMelo Ball arriving. But he's a guy who's really improved. He can really stretch a floor um, as good as – really as good as James Harden or Steph Curry. And that's going to be the biggest key. The Pelicans really liked him because he can do that. He can not right. only stretch a four to say 30 feet, but he's also a big game shooter down the stretch of games. To where, as we know, last year, last couple of years, Pelicans couldn't close a lot of games. Uh, so he's going to help in that respect. So, yeah, I like both of those guys a lot. And, of course, you got Sadoransky, who they think is going to be just a great, versatile guy, a lot of experience. And Temple, yes. if you're going to be in a pinch and you've got some mm-hmm. injuries, he can step in as well. Yep, no doubt. Ali, uh, we'll, we'll talk more about this next week when we get together. Uh, but why don't you tell the folks about what you guys are coming up on, on the bird rights, uh, the podcast, and, of course, how folks can follow you on social media. Right. So we covered media day yesterday. Um, now really excited about Brandon Ingram over the last 24 hours. So I want to dive deep into him, get some facts out there. And, of course, we're going to be talking about training camp. Biggest thing, of course, is Will Zion, is he training the right way? We saw him today on the court. Right, he was working out with Teresa Witherspoon, so that's a good sign. Maybe he's not as far away as you know you initially feared. Maybe it's realistic he'll be there for game one. But we'll cover everything else and we'll start talking about, you know, the preseason games starting next week. Looking forward to it as always. Thanks so much for your time. Uh, again, uh, at Ali Cassell on Twitter. Thanks, Ali. Yep, take care, Eric. Thank you. Ali Cassell, the bird rights. Uh, again, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. We'll be right back. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. 
Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousie, the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? Friend? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry right, mouth, ringing finished. in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe. Causeway I-10 in Metairie. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Hickory and Airline in Metairie open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com to check out all the services we provide to our customers. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. As life gets back to normal here, Diamonds Direct is doing our part with a special offer that's guaranteed to make celebrating those important moments easier and more affordable than ever. You can make any purchase at Diamonds Direct now and spread your payments over five years with zero interest. And everything's included. Rings, earrings, pendants, bracelets, bands. Plus, every sale at Diamonds Direct will benefit Cajun Navy Ground Force and Second Harvest. Buy now, spread your payments over five years, and give back at Diamonds Direct on Suburban Avenue across from Lakeside Mall. A deeper connection with water can change your life. And that's what the home's first smart water network does. It turns your everyday routine into a customized experience. Moen, fill the baby's bottle. And it can stop a catastrophic leak with a simple... Water designs our life. Who designs for water? Moen. Taco Bell presents a get-out-of-bedtime story. It's time to wake up from this amazing dream, even though you're jet-skiing on lemonade. How extreme! And oh, look at that. You just won the lottery. <gasps> Is that a castle? Take the keys. It's your property. What's better than swimming in space? Just wait for the big reveal. It's Taco Bell breakfast, and it's actually real. So it's time to wake up and bid your dreams farewell, because toasted breakfast burritos are waiting for you. Only at Taco Bell. At participating Taco Bell locations near you during breakfast hours only. In the market for a generator, my friends at Burkhardt have you covered. They can do a single-day install for you, sit down with you, do a consultation, find out what you're looking for a generator to power up your home or your business when the electricity goes out. Uh, get you on the calendar, single-day install. Financing available generators, pay that over time. Also, a new install quality check after one month. They do that for everything they install for you. It's all about their customer service uh, pledge to, the, to the, you, the customer. And, of course, 24-7, 365 emergency service when it comes to your generator. If you use that generator over 100 hours during the last uh, storm, and most people did, you need to get it to service by a professional. Burkhardt can do that for you. And, of course, they have uh, all the parts you need for your generator uh, fully stocked at their warehouse in Mandeville. But generator sales and service is Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Thanks to Ali Cassell for joining us for the program. Also, Gary Smith. Uh, we're going to be joined by Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com coming up at 5 o'clock hour. And uh, some breaking news. 
Zion Williamson mom can add her theater to that First Street property in the Garden District. Uh, the historic Land Cornwall Commission was against it. Uh, they appealed directly to the New Orleans City Council, and the City Council's approved it. So Zion's mom gets her theater uh, in that historic uh, home going back to 1869 on First Street in the Garden District. All right. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6. We'll be right back. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your signs just say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you could put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. This is the time of year where you want to feel comfortable, and Burkhart wants you and your family to be safe. That's why they asked me to talk about Generac Automatic Standby Generators. When the power goes out, a Generac generator from Burkhart will keep the lights on, your refrigerator on, air conditioning. It's all up and running instantly. So next time the storm hits, don't be left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Hey, baby! We're gonna be here all day! We're gonna be here all day, baby! 
gonna party. I like this gonna party, baby. FM Nash Icon. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock, weekdays 4 to 6, right here on Nash FM. Also, iHeartRadio app, uh, TuneIn Radio app, great way to take the show with you anywhere as far as uh, uh, the podcast goes. It's on all major podcasting platforms. Anchor is our home base, uh, but uh, we're on all major podcasting platforms now. Just search Eric Asher or Inside New Orleans Radio Show with Eric Asher. Uh, this week on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, it'll be Sean Vazan of Fox 8 Sports joining us. And, uh, of course, uh, this hour uh, we'll be joined by Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com. He's going to join us on the program in just a couple of minutes talking some LSU. Um, just to, some breaking news right now. Maybe some Saints fans might be having interest. Uh, the Detroit Lions, as expected, um, have released uh, Jamie Collins, uh, linebacker. Um, of course, he's a nine-year veteran, uh, played with the, uh, uh, with the New England Patriots, uh, ended up going to the Detroit Lions because uh, his former defensive coordinator was the head coach there, subsequently fired. Dan Campbell takes over. Uh, and, of course, they just obviously just didn't mesh. Uh, he was released today. Again, he doesn't have to clear waivers. He's a, he's a vested veteran at this point. He can sign whoever, whoever he wants to sign with. Uh, some are saying the Saints should take a hard look at him. Uh, you know, we'll see. Again, they, they look, the Saints don't have any money. That's the problem. They literally had to get Traquan Smith to rework his, uh, his contract and take his uh, base salary and turn it into a signing bonus and I believe some dummy years on top of that, just to be able to, again, sign Kenny Stills from the practice squad to the um, active roster. So they just don't have a lot of money right now. Um, you know, he's 32 years old. Can he come in and help? You know, probably, possibly. Uh, but they got a young lineup right now of, of some pretty decent uh, linebackers, especially when Quan Alexander comes back. You know, the one you cannot lose is Demario Davis. And he has played, uh, he's played at an all-pro level. And uh, a guy that is constantly overlooked. Uh, we talked a little bit about it yesterday on the program. I mean, you go back to the Dome Patrol as the greatest set of linebackers in the history of the NFL and how blessed we were to have those guys on the, on the Superdome floor. And then, of course, when um, Peyton first gets here, trades to the Jets for Vilma, and Vilma ends up being, again, the quarterback of the defense in, during the greatest times in the history of Saints football, only, again, to have Demario Davis come in, again, Mississippi native, and uh, uh, signed as a free agent here in New Orleans. And ultimately being uh, as good and mean as much of this team as Vilma did during his time here. So, um, you know, that, that's the rock right there, okay? That's the rock. So we'll see how that kind of plays out uh, with Jamie Collins and if the Saints are going to take a look at him. But uh, they just don't have a lot of salaries to be able to work within the organization to open up cap room, and that's where they are right now. So they may have to go with again with uh, with the team that's that's there now, and with the linebackers that that are on this team. Look, they got some young linebackers that are pretty good right now, and they're only going to get better with time. So we'll see how that kind of plays out. All right, let's talk some LSU football. Joining us on the program is Mike Scarborough from TigerBait.com. If you are a Tiger fan and you are not subscribing to TigerBait, you are missing so much from, again, the live videos he's doing now to, again, keeping you up to date on all that's going on recruiting, 
always telling it like it is when, when it comes to, again, the, the, uh, the team that's on the field now. Mike Scarborough joins us on the program. Mike, how are you? Hey, how's it going, Eric? Doing well, Mike. Thanks for the time, as always. But before we get started, tell the folks how they can subscribe and everything you got going now, because you've really expanded Tiger Bay. It's more than what it was even six months ago. Yeah, I mean, uh, look, we're 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 doing everything. I, I will wade this morning. That that uh, that whole video is about to go up on uh, Tiger Bait. Uh, we've got our, our our nightly shows. Preston Guy's got a show tonight where he's got Matt Mock at eight o'clock on our YouTube channel. Uh, tomorrow night we we have our, our Wednesday night show at eight o'clock. Uh, football interviews, Ed Orgeron recruiting uh, video, uh, you name it. We we've got it for you at TigerBait.com. We're even we're even uh, uh, hitting Kim Mulkey's open practice tomorrow at 2 o'clock. All right, there you go. Like I said, everything you need to know about the Tigers, you get on Tiger Bait. Um, first, before we jump into some uh, into football, what did Will Wade have to say this morning? Uh, I just uh, seemed like he was uh, real excited to start practice on Friday. Uh, I kind of needled him a little bit, and I said, I'm not, I'm not trying to start trouble, but uh, – you know, Mulkey's got the practice open to the media and the public tomorrow. When, when's our chance with the uh, the men? And uh, he laughed, and he goes, well, young come Saturday. So, But, no, I think he's really excited about um, uh, all the new faces. Um, I need to go back through his video. But uh, he, he spent a good, I'm guessing, 45 minutes with, with everybody in the media uh, this morning and uh, got a, a, a very interesting uh, November, December slate um, of non-conference games. So, um, but uh, one thing that I asked him that uh, I, and I don't know if, what, if you're tracking it for years, but um, it sure seems to me that uh, we've been in sort of a drought of Louisiana basketball talent. Like there just hasn't been guys every year. Uh, uh, and, and he made a point said probably the best basketball player uh, in, in Louisiana last year is, is is number 11 on the football team. And he's talking about Brian Thomas at Walker. Mm-hmm. So, right. um, and, and he's saying what's happening in Louisiana as far as basketball talent recruiting is most of those kids are specializing early and they're opting for football or baseball. So he's having to go wow. nationally and out of state to fill his roster. Until you mentioned it, it is different. I mean, we would, again, you could stock LSU's roster in a lot of cases with majority Louisiana kids and be able to contend. That goes back to the Dale Brown years, okay, into John Brady and and and, and so far and so forth. Uh, but you're right. Lately, we have not seen again that cream of the crop coming out of coming out of Louisiana like we've seen in the past. Yeah, yeah, and I, I don't know if that's cyclical. If we're about to see a run, but I mean, you remember. You know, 15, 20 years ago when oh, oh. you had all those kids at Baton Rouge, Big Baby, mm-hmm. Tyrus Thomas, yep. uh, Brandon Bass, the Temples. Uh, I mean, I mean uh, Louisiana, Marcus Thornton. I mean, there was a run of yep. kids from the Baton Rouge area. And where are they now? Right. Well, and then let's go back to Dale Brown. I mean, even though Dale Brown was a guy that recruited nationally, you could again, when you look at, at, at his team, he always had the top Louisiana players that were playing for the Tigers as well. Maybe the, maybe the one guy that wasn't was, what, uh, Hot Rod down at Tulane uh, during that era. But most, most players ended up at LSU for the most part. I mean, he had Calvin Natt at Northeast. Some, you know, there were some, there, there some other players that didn't. But for the most part, Dale Brown got them all. And uh, a lot of his teams were, again, buoyed by Louisiana players. 
Yeah. Now there's a kid at De La Salle in New Orleans that's got an LSU offer that, uh, you know, you know, Lockett, uh, is it? Um, it's got an offer. And so, you know, there, there's some guys to follow, but, mm-hmm. um, I mean, it used to be where I'd at least go out once or twice a year. I'd hit Sunkiss tournament at, at St. Thomas Moore. Danny Bruce right. would always have some kids there that LSU was recruiting. And it's like, man, I, I haven't shot any basketball, uh, recruiting video in a long time. I think I did some of, of Jalen Cook, who, you know, is now at Tulane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Well, again, expecting big things out of, out of Will Wade and also Kim Mulkey uh, this season when it comes to basketball, which is good news. Hey, um, let, let's, let's, let's first let's talk about last week before we get into Auburn. Uh, when you, what did you walk away uh, coming from uh, last week's game uh, against Mississippi State? How do you feel about the state of the Tigers now? Well, look, that, that was, you know, we talked about it last week. I mean, that, that, that he had to have that win, and now you can say he has to have this win because when you can – it, nothing, nothing that we said last week is any different because now, we, now we've seen Arkansas absolutely prove that they're not fool's gold because they, they put it to the team that I thought was fool's gold all along in A&M. Ole Miss is stacking up points. Uh, I'm not a gambler, but uh, I think the line's, what, 14 against Alabama? I'm, t- I'm tempted uh, to take Ole Miss in the points. Uh, you know, Kentucky's going to be tough in Lexington, um, Florida, on and on. So, yeah, it, it's um, – but I, I think watching LSU, I think defensively, they really – I think they're getting better every week, and it's still a situation mm-hmm. where when the defense struggles, it, they struggle because they, there's a miscommunication and they give yes. up a big play on a busted coverage. Uh, but other than that, they can get the defensive line healthy and Allie Gay at 100% and old Jalari back. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what the timetable is on Glenn Logan. Uh, but, you know, Neil Farrell and Joe Evans and Jaqueline and Roy and, and Mason Smith, you know, all those guys are getting the job done. Now Damone Clark's SEC Defensive Player of the Week. Uh, right. Baskerville's playing well. You had Jay Ward back last week. So I think the defense uh, can be as good as we thought they could be if they get better every week and get healthy. Um, and now the offensive line, you know, now you're going to get wire back. Um you know, of course, Deculus seems to go down and come mm-hmm. back every game. Yes. Um, receivers, obviously, is a strong part of the team. Max Johnson plays at a high, high level. Um, um, still need the running game to come along, though. Yeah. Which, again, is a byproduct of the offensive line. Charles Turner expected to uh, return as well on the offensive line. To go back to the defense for a second because the 3 2 6 alignment worked, and obviously they worked on it a lot during the offseason. But the one thing that I was impressed with is not a lot of bust. Again, they let they let uh, Mississippi State throw in front of them for the most part, and uh, and, and of course just a, a bend don't break defense, and it worked for them. But again, the main thing I was looking for is okay, who's going to miss an assignment? And you didn't see a lot of missed assignments when they played that particular defense. No, no, and kudos to them for coming up with that. And obviously, uh, they worked on that in the off season, and um, and now um, look, I. I you know, uh, winning cures everything, and I don't know that there's going to sure. be a game the rest of the way where LSU not only wins a football game, but they have a whole lot of style points. Um, you know, I, I think Max Johnson is really, you know, he, I don't know what more you can expect from a guy who's, what, started no, six games now, seven games. Uh, I, I, to me, he's been fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. So, when you consider in, you know, his age and, and everything and the competition he's been facing. So, 
um, just they, they they need to they need to get this win and then start getting everybody healthy and and maybe as they go along the team gets confident and and then maybe a month from now we're we're look, looking back and saying you know we we really buried that team prematurely but um, that that's the hope is that realistic I, I don't know but uh, to me you. you you know, like Mississippi State, this Auburn is a must-win. They had beaten LSU and Baton Rouge since '99. Mm-hmm. Well, again, Stingley coming back would be huge. Again, from what you understand, again, they're going to try to figure out if they're going to see a specialist uh, when, and figure out if he's going to be able to hit that heel on its own or if he's have to get surgery. Surgery probably means the end of his career at LSU. On the flip side, as long as we don't see the bust on defense, they're very, very talented, and that was a good thing to see this weekend. But I will say this. I just don't know how they're going to overcome being a one-dimensional passing team when you really have to play in the meat of an SEC schedule. And right now, I don't think we see anything from that offensive line to prove that, again, they can open up holes for the running game consistently, and that's troubling. Yeah, and, and I don't know if there's um, some unique ways to uh, uncork that running game. Um, you know, you, you just have a – uh, a talent level on that offensive line that's not there, and um, and I don't necessarily, you know, Will Blackwell was on our show about a month ago, and and he said something that really made sense: is, is you don't have to have, uh, you know, first uh, future high round draft picks all across your offensive line. You know, most schools that are championship caliber maybe have one or two, but you need the rest of those guys to be very solid. You need him to be like a, a Will Blackwell or a, or a nice winger, um, et cetera, T-Bob Bear. You, you, you need the solid guys mm-hmm. um, that, are, that, that, that can get the job done and, and that maybe have an outside chance of, 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 of catching on with a team through free agency or whatever. But, um, you know, the one guy that you think is, a, is an NFL possibly late-round draft pick, Ed Ingram, hasn't performed as well as we, th- we, we think he should be. And um, so, and then you had that on top of the injuries. Uh, it's just, uh, th- th- they've got to rectify that position. Uh, and, th- and not only finishing off this recruiting class, but really using that plus seven uh, that the NCAA is going to give uh, because of the transfer portal. Uh, use that in a big way to totally refurbish the, the whole offensive line room. Uh, I 100% agree. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, Mike, uh, I want to talk a little bit about Auburn. T.J. Finley will be quarterbacking them this weekend. Give me a little scouting report on the Auburn Tigers. Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com is our guest. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. Whether you need help with your heating system, your air conditioning system, maybe electrical system, uh, again, Burkhardt can help you. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or business. And, of course, Nate Certified Technicians, highest certification in the industry. They are the experts. When it comes to, again, a family-owned and operated business, Burkhardt, again, will be there for you, treating you like one of their own, like family. That's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. If you want a little soul with your country, then you're with us. New Orleans country, from the classics to the songs that matter. Your country is on 1061 Nash Icon or anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Compassion International. Compassion International has a network of over 300 church partners in Haiti, poised to bring critical relief to those suffering because of the recent earthquake. 
Make your $40 one-time gift now by texting the keyword radio to 97646. Delays remain solid on 10 eastbound from Loyola to Power Boulevard, and then delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from just past City Park all the way to Bullard. 10 westbound, your delays are solid from Downman to Canal, and then delays pick back up on 10 westbound right around Clearview. In the meantime, your delays are steady on the 610 on the westbound side from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. And on the eastbound side of the 610, your delays are solid from Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. Be mindful of delays that are heavy if you're traveling along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City Connection eastbound coming into the city from Manhattan Boulevard to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. Also be mindful an accident's blocking the left lane on the Crescent City Connection eastbound at Terry Parkway. And also be mindful of, of delays along the westbound side along the Pontchartrain Expressway from the Claiborne Earhart exit down to the Chapatula St. Peter's exit. I'm Ed Robinson broadcasting from the attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Unwind from your daily routine with Vicks VapoBath or Vicks Vapo Shower, and let those soothing Vicks vapors help you relax. <sighs> Enjoy a Vicks Vapo moment wherever you choose. Look for Vicks VapoBath and Vicks Vapo Shower in a store near you.
Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Mike Scarborough with us for another segment. Talking a little bit about LSU, LSU-Auburn. Mike, uh, big game for LSU. Again, every game is big now. Again, with uh, with uh, Ogeron clearly on the hot seat. Uh, look, they proved last week they could miss, beat Mississippi State. they got to prove this week they can beat Auburn. They're three-and-a-half point favorites uh, against Auburn. Auburn a little bit of flux right now. They're going to start T.J. Finley, former Tiger quarterback, uh, this week against his former team. Give me your thoughts on Auburn. What are their strengths? What are their weaknesses? And what do you, what do you think is going to happen this week between LSU and Auburn? Well, I, I think – Auburn is a bit of a, be, a better team. I, I, I only saw a little bit of um, their game against Penn State. I saw the end, obviously, of um, their win over uh, Georgia uh, State this weekend. Um, so, you know, it's going to be very interesting, though, if Finley uh, ends up getting a start or if he gets inserted early, what that's going to be like. Um you know, it's, I think his dad has been pretty vocal on 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 social media over uh-huh. the summer. So, um, you know, I followed TJ for years. That's going to be very interesting. But um, you know, the strength of Auburn's offense, though, has been their running game. And right. um, but I also like the way LSU has kind of defended the run. So, um, I, I like LSU in this one. Um, uh, but I, I do think they probably need to jump on Auburn early. And, of course, at some point they've got to establish a running game. Um, look, the, there's no doubt LSU has, has, has NFL-quality wide receivers. These guys, Some of these guys are going to be playing on Sunday. Uh, Max Johnson has been absolutely fabulous, okay, in terms of, again, in, in the passing game. Uh, we've seen a little bit out of, out, of the, out, of, out of the running backs, but, again, nothing real consistent. And I think that's a byproduct of the offensive line. I think we just talked about it in the previous segment. I think defensively they're coming around. It helps that they can they can get some of these injured players back. But again, as long as they understand their their responsibilities on each play, and you don't have the bust, and you again you let the athleticism take over, I think you're going to be fine. And I think when you look at special teams, LSU has pretty good special teams as well. You know, from again returning and, and, and covering kicks, I think they're right there. Uh, also, again, when you look at the specialists as well, so I like LSU in this game. But again, uh, you can look at this game and say that if they cannot establish the run at some point, I think it's really going to come back to haunt them. may not be this week, maybe another week, but this is going to be a, 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 a litmus test for LSU on really how far they have come. Uh, step it up in class, I think, for Mississippi State. No doubt. And, and what, what is Kayshawn Butte doing running down on, 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 on special teams coverage? I'm with you. Uh, I'm with you. And, and then, we, then we're seeing, uh, you know, Jack Best stand on the sideline a bit too much. Um, I, I, I think if you've got two wide receivers in the game, uh, those two need to be Boutte and Besh. I agree. And, and then if you go three, four wides and you start toying around with Brian Thomas, mm-hmm. Jenkins, Coy Moore, et cetera. Mike, I'm, I'm, I agree hundred percent. I mean, and those Deion, are two course, most Deion, consistent Deion, receivers on the team right now. Yeah. And Deion Smith, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, yeah he's played really well, really well. Yes. You know, um, but I like the Tigers this weekend. But it, I mean, it's got to be a continuation of what we've seen. You can't have a let. You can't have a letdown. Uh, again, uh, uh, this is they, they have to come out and and play strong physical football uh, on both sides of the ball. And because we know Auburn is going to play physical football. Yeah, and, and the thing about it is, if you if if you're just if, if the running game just is never going to materialize this season, 
then you really are going to have to be pedal to the metal with the offense throwing the football. And you can't, yes. you can't try and go get cute on first down and then always have Max in these third and eights. Um, th- th- that doesn't do you any favors. Right. If, if your running game's not going to be there, then, then maybe you just need to start throwing on every down and maybe see if you can catch them napping on a draw play or, 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 or something. But um, you, you, you're, you're, you're going to have to at some point say you have the mentality – uh, we're just going to have to outscore people, and we're we're uh, we're, we're going to try and score touchdowns every time we get the ball, and, and no sitting on the ball if you if you get the ball back with 50 seconds left in the first half. Mike, again, look, uh, it's I think it's hard to win being one dimensional in in the SEC, and it's hard to win if you're not uh, again a physical team up front. I think they got the physicality on the defensive end. I just question whether they got that physicality on the offensive end. And at some point, teams are going to try to shut that passing game down and, and force them to have to go with the running game. We'll see how it plays out. But uh, again, this is this is another one of those one of those things where you climb the ladder here and you you try to you start to prove a lot of people wrong uh, that really kind of left them for dead uh, after UCLA and of course I was very very disappointed in that loss and and uh, you know again we'll, we'll see they're stepping up in class but this is this isn't the class of the SEC by no stretch yeah yeah it, it's um, like I said this. You know, in, in the summer, you would say Mississippi State and Arkansas were going to be your, your cellar dwellers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Auburn kind of being a wild card, not knowing what they were going to be. I think that's still kind of where they are. Yes. Um, and, you know, I had LSU going 10-2 and two and finishing second in the West. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly, uh, we've had to recalibrate that. Well, based but, on the talent, why wouldn't you? I mean, <laughs> you look at that roster, why wouldn't you Why wouldn't you put them at 10-2? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I thought I thought the offensive line would would be mm-hmm. better than it is. So did I. And, but not not based on on just future NFL talent, just based on experience and age and mm-hmm. you know. But it, it just hadn't happened, and then they then they've had the injury bug. Yep, that's for sure, no doubt. Mike, what you got coming up for us on, on Tiger Bait? Yeah, uh, the Will Wade stuff just went up on on Tiger Bait. I've got a lot of recruiting video that's coming in the next uh, 24 hours that we shot this past weekend. Uh, we're out every week, and um, uh, so you want to check that out at TigerBait.com. And, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, LSU Tigers on TigerBait. I'm loading up uh, video there every day. Beautiful. Uh, at Scarborough Mike on Twitter. As always, Mike, I appreciate your time each and every week. All right, Eric. Talk soon. Thanks for having me again. That's Mike Scarborough, TigerBait.com. Hey, don't forget about my friends at Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Uh, whether you're in, in the market for a new set of tires, maybe, again, you had an issue with uh, maybe rolling over some debris, and uh, you're, in a, you're now in a situation where you're looking for a company that can repair or replace that tire for you, or maybe you have some engine trouble, and you're looking for a company you can trust uh, to be able, again, get that engine uh, up in top shape, get that car back on the road for you. Uh, why don't you try Southern Tire? Hickory and Airline in Metairie, the Piazza family has had the company since 1972, serving the entire metropolitan area since 1972. I've said it over and over again. You do not stay around that long in this city since 1972 unless you're treating your customers right, you're doing the right thing. 
Largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area, something for everyone's budget. Nobody, nobody's going to pressure you into buying, again, the most expensive tires. They're going to give you an opportunity to be able to check out the tires that are there, and you make the decision, again, what's in your budget. Also, those ASC certified technicians, same diagnostic equipment they have and utilize at the dealerships. They have it right there at Southern Tire, and even more. Okay, with tire siping and some of the other things that they do there. Uh, for a company you can trust with your vehicle, whether, again, it's a fleet account that you're in charge of or, again, your own personal vehicle, think Southern Tire. Hickory Airline in Mentory, open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. Go to southerntire.com. Check out all the service they provide for their customers. For a company you can trust for your vehicle, whether it's a fleet account or your personal vehicle, it's Southern Tire, Hickory Airline in Mentory. Hi, Eric Ashwood, celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Ottawa. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels, at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory & Airline in Mentory, open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. till 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill. 739 Conti in the heart of the fun. 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Group. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMiatInsAgency.com. Eric Ash here with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in tech. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? Uh, I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe and the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Vicks NyQuil Severe tackles your worst cold and flu symptoms, changing this <coughs> into this. NyQuil Severe, the nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, sore throat, stuffy head, aching fever, best sleep with a cold, medicine. Uses directed. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. 
Today, I'm taking it to the streets to give people the good news. Oh, excuse me, hi. I'm Flo from Progressive. Did you know? Sorry, who? Flo. You know, I do commercials. Oh, okay, I stream TV and radio. You know, no annoying ads. Okay, hurtful. But did you know Progressive's Name Your Price tool lets you choose options based on your budget? Wait, you're not going to use this in your commercial, are you? Well, we were hoping to. Because I don't really want to contribute to the constant barrage of advertising that adds to the cognitive dissonance, which okay. is in my... on to our next person. Get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You know your closet well, but what does it sound like? Yes, your closet. Does it whisper your taste? Does it scream your taste? The new Stitch Fix Freestyle, your personalized store, gets to know your unique style and fit. Its selection transforms to show you only the looks and trends you'll love. With a store that evolves alongside your taste, your closet will scream, so you, without actually screaming. Introducing Stitch Fix Freestyle for women and men, your personalized store. We're so you. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. If you're in the market for a new air conditioning system or heating system, uh, Burkhardt is the experts. They're authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry, and the service at the sale is impeccable. Uh, they'll come to your home, treat your home like their home. Uh, literally, as they're installing this system, uh, again, uh, cleaning up after themselves, the attention to detail, it's second to none. Uh, you'll walk away a satisfied customer like I have. Uh, they, they put in um, an amount of heat pump in my, in my uh, home about a year and a half ago. Uh, my electric bill has been down because of, again, the more efficient AAC system. Uh, and, and, of course, when they were working on the, on the system, I'm telling you, cleaning up after themselves, uh, I was amazed by, again, the attention to detail that they gave to me. And they'll do the same for you as well. Uh, before you sign that contract with any other company, make sure you get Burkhart to come out and give you a price. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. All right. Uh, welcome back. I want to thank Mike Scarborough for joining us on the program. Uh, always love talking to Mike about LSU. And uh, I do like LSU this weekend. Okay. But, I mean, they, they, I'm just saying. They shuts if a team shuts this passing game down, okay, they are going to be hard pressed to be able to move the football uh, on defense on the on the defensive side of the ball. If they can continue to again minimize the bust that we've seen that have plagued this team into last year and even in the first game and in, even in the McNeese game as well, uh, if they have plugged those particular holes, then we're going to see a team uh, on the defensive side of the ball uh, with the talent they have that'll be able to stay with pretty much anybody in the country. Uh, but I'm just really surprised. Look, ma'am, you're talking about a traditional team with LSU uh, that is again has hung their hat on the running game. And I know that college football has changed, right? There's no doubt about that. But you can always count on the ability to have again a great back or backs, and then an offensive line that was physical enough to go mano a mano with again some of the toughest teams in college football, and again could could open up the holes for the running back on the ground, could take air out the ball like we saw the Saints do uh, against uh, uh, this weekend. Uh, and, and and of course, when you start talking about LSU right now, we have not seen that uh, up to up to this point. So. Hoping for uh, for uh, a better better showing by by uh, LSU than they than we saw last year, and uh, hoping again to continue success on the defensive end and and win the passing game uh, as well. All right, I want to shift gears for a moment. Uh, we've been continually talking about the situation with Energy uh, Corporation here in Louisiana and and the lack of putting money back into the transmission lines, into the grid, etc. 
I've been talking about these storm restoration charges on again what we have to the way we have to absorb it to every storm uh, to repair the aging energy grid and transmission system. We got the New Orleans City Council and the Public Service Commission members that have for years again approved the charges, uh, but the system remains broken, and that's the issue that we're dealing with right now in the aftermath of Ida. Um, we, we've got members of the Public Service Commission, New Orleans City Council. And I've said this before, and I'll continue to harp on this. Now, again, some have sworn this off and will not accept money from, from, uh, from energy or, or any subsidiaries or, or, or family members that work within that corporation. But they should never be allowed to accept campaign contributions from energy or anyone connected with energy. It is a huge conflict of interest and a slap in the face to, to all ratepayers that are out there right now. Those storm restoration charges have been a shell game, okay? And it's been going on for a long time. I've been talking about it since Katrina. Everybody's upset about it. You look at that bill and you see, again, storm restoration charges going back in some cases a decade, a decade, still paying, okay, for, for storms of the past. And the, the rate players end up being the big losers here. Uh, I, I mentioned some articles that, that I had pulled over the last few weeks, and I mentioned one last week, and I put it out on social media, from WWNO here in New Orleans, uh, the NPR station, and NPR. Uh, they reported that Energy's parent company, Energy, provides, who provides power to the region, uh, is uniquely prone to extreme weather. Uh, remember I talked about, again, these storm charges? Now, look, some of the charges are from having linemen come from around the country to get the power back up. But against a catch-22, if you are in a situation where you're not losing your, your, uh, your transmission system and your grid, then you don't, have, you don't have to bring as many uh, alignment into, into, your, into your region to be able to put the power back on because, again, the, the, again you've got a, a redundant system uh, that, that is constantly being updated uh, with preventive maintenance. Not so. Energy has been using, again, storm restoration charges to be able to pay for preventive maintenance. To the tune of $600 million after Gustav in, tw- in 2008, $500 million for Isaac after 2012, $1.7 billion for Laura in 2020. That same year, $250 million for that little storm Zeta that, that put, us out, put us out of power as well. Now, let's go back, okay? I've also talked about it tongue-in-cheek some as part of some of my commercials as well, but honestly, the truth as well. We were talking about this. I can remember sitting in, at, at Katie's restaurant. The power went out. Um, and talking about, again, in 2017 when residents were complaining about outages, the city council of the city of New Orleans um, went into an investigation mode. They found that nearly a third of the 2,600 outages in the prior year were caused by equipment failure. Okay, equipment failure. Unacceptable, ladies and gentlemen. Unacceptable. Energy, not energy, not energy, but energy experts say deep routine investments in the grid upgrades, such as bearing power lines citywide, would cost about $2 billion over the long term. Remember what I just told you. $600 million for Gustav, $500 million for Isaac, $1.7 billion for Laura, $250 million for Zeta, and we have no idea what Ida's going to cost us. But it would cost about $2 billion to be able to bury power lines, Okay. There was a report uh, by an energy consulting firm called McCullough Research that found that energy overstated how long its transmission and distribution equipment can last because of the increased frequency of stronger hurricanes in in our region. Then then comes David Hammer and his investigations, ongoing investigations. Remember, found uh, found the transmission uh, um, uh, 
Tower that, that, that fell on the West Bank. Put the footage on it, again, with showing the X, the X brackets that were totally rusted. That's on the state of Louisiana, but that's also on energy. Uh, uh, Philip May, the CEO of Energy, saying that was the most one of the most robust towers in the system. Are you kidding me? Why? Because it stood up there against Katrina? Katrina was 16 years ago. Channel 4 Television reviewed the last five years of public financial reports by, the, by FERC. Okay? Energy Louisiana, Energy New Orleans, those records show that two energy subsidiaries spent a combined $11.5 billion in operating and maintaining power plants and adding new ones to their portfolio between 2016 and 2020. That's about four times more than the $3 billion the two companies spent during the same five years on operating, maintaining, and expanding transmission lines they used to deliver power. This is what I've been going. This is what I've been aiming at, ladies and gentlemen, since since Ida uh, again uh, the devastated the, the the grid and the transmission lines here in here in uh, South Louisiana. The two energy subsidiaries reported the spending 2.7 billion dollars adding four gas-powered plants in Lake Charles, St. Charles Parish, Washington Parish, and in New Orleans East. They all started producing power for energy that, that they could sell to their customers, but also to other utilities in 2019 and 2020. In 2020, the company sold $4 billion in electricity to their customers and made another $366 million selling power to utilities so they could resell it. That accord, that's according to FERC on their, on their annual report. Uh, they nearly doubled their combined investment in the transmission system for, for, for 2019 and 2020 from $577 million to more than a billion. But they still spent 2.5 times more producing their own power last year. It's far different when you look at utilities around the country. There's a utility company in Illinois, for example, that serves 1.2 million, uh, million customers, about 100,000 fewer than Energy Louisiana and Energy New Orleans combined, and also belongs to MISO, which is the regional power grid uh, that Energy joined back in 2013. Uh, in Illinois, they reported spending a half a billion dollars on transmission, a, a, a similar to what Energy, as, as their two entities did in 2019, but, but a paltry $76 million on producing their own power. You see where I'm going here? Critics say, according to David Hammer of, of Channel 4, that Energy has been disinterested in improving the regional grid since joining MISO. It's it joined the regional grid after the United States Justice Department opened an investigation into allegations that energy was stifling competition and limiting its customers' access to cheaper electricity. A FERC commissioner uh, noted that, uh, that, that uh, voted to approve energy's membership in MISO with the idea that it would help expand the regional grid and improve the sharing of electricity between the upper Midwest and the South. It didn't happen. After Ida... Uh, that, that particular uh, uh, commissioner, Norris, went to MISO board and blasted energy for failing to expand the single transmission line connecting the northern and southern MISO regions at New, at New Madrid, Arkansas. He also accused energy of actively blocking MISO's regional transmission planning process, which is critical to improving the grid. I quote what he said. Since Energy joined MISO, they have continued to obstruct, try, and delay to stop the regional planning so that regional lines don't get built, end quote. Which just continues my point, ladies and gentlemen. That was from the Channel 4 investigative report from David Hammer. I've been saying this since Katrina, okay? Energy Louisiana and Energy New Orleans put profits before ratepayers. Their preventive maintenance program is, 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 is to let the weakest parts of their, um, uh, of their system fail in the aftermath of a tropical event or a tornado. Then use storm or restoration charges to rebuild the system. Ladies and gentlemen, 
it's now been confirmed by experts and other companies within the energy sector that energy is unwilling to modernize the system by burying power lines, but will use those storm restoration charges to repair damages, knowing that, again, it's destined to fail in the next storm. I mean, that is the, that is the definition of insanity. Energy ratepayers foot the bill for the new power plants, but yet, again, they, uh, energy overstates the capability of those plants to generate power from a black start, like we saw the $210 million plant out in New Orleans East side at Michoud in the aftermath of Ida. Instead, they are using ratepayers, okay, to fund these plants to generate electricity so they can sell it on the open market for more profit. Energy has refused to replace the six transmission lines that we lost since Katrina, which could have given the company redundancy because, again, they would have had to pay those companies for electricity uh, after a catastrophic failure of the system. And that's the bottom line. We have those six transmission lines up. Then when the power goes out here after Ida, okay, then we have other ways of bringing electricity back into the city. But energy has not done, with, again, their fiduciary duty in putting those transmission lines up because that means they have to pay for that, that, that power coming back. At the end of the day, we're paying for it, right? Instead of letting the ratepayers go for weeks without, without power, costing ratepayers what? Loss of use of their homes and businesses, loss of refrigerated uh, foods and frozen foods, in some cases the loss of refrigerators and freezers, uh, again, uh, because of a rotting food left after, after an evacuation. These are all costs that ratepayers have to pick up, in addition to the storm restoration charges, okay? Okay, this is on top of all that. Now, because of energy's refusal to modernize the system, bury the power lines, add trans transmission lines from outside the energy grid for more redundancy, more often than not, ratepayers are finding themselves powerless, okay, and with a big bill for the energy failures. I want to remind everybody before we close, in the pandemic year of 2020, energy made $1.4 billion. Profits were up 11%. But yet we were forced to be able to now purchase whole home generators, um, uh, again, uh, 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 annual generators, or switch to solar with those very expensive solar batteries to keep the power on in our homes and businesses. This is insanity, ladies and gentlemen, absolute insanity. It comes down to this. The Public Service Commission and the New Orleans City Council have to put a stop to the unethical and second-rate utility that's screwing the ratepayer. And that's, energy cannot be trusted. That has been proven. Okay, so it's up to us to demand the PSC and the New Orleans City Council hold them accountable, even if it means moving their Fortune 500 headquarters. And I don't want to see that happen. But this is our Katrina moment, ladies and gentlemen, it come, when it comes to energy. Just like, again, we put pressure on the Corps of Engineers who built substandard levy system and was made held accountable for the largest man-made disaster in the history of this country, the failure of the federal levy system, energy needs to rebuild a modern power grid and transmission system that has redundancy. And build it not on the, on the back of ratepayers, but on the backs of shareholders. Or get the hell out of Louisiana. And that's the bottom line here. There are other opportunities for other energy companies to come into Louisiana. Open it up. Allow them to come in. Do what we need to do. Because if energy is not going to be a good corporate citizen, we frankly don't need them. We don't need them. And uh, this is going to continue. Okay, I'm not letting this go. I didn't let it go after Katrina. I'm not letting it go now. Uh, again, we need to be educated on what's going on with energy. And this has nothing to do with the, the ladies and gentlemen, with the people that are on the ground working, those in the office. This is about things that are made, um, decisions that are made at the top uh, with energy. Okay? With the billions of dollars that we spent on storm restoration charges, we could have already buried these power lines already. Instead, energy uses as, as again, their preventive maintenance program. It has to stop. All right. Going to take a quick break. We come back. We'll, uh, we're going to wrap the show up. Right, one more thing before we go. 
Uh, I did want to mention again, and I mentioned this in the first hour, the, the governor today has extended the mask mandate to uh, October the 27th. The, the mayor has made no comment one way or the other on, again, what she's going to do in terms of, again, maybe uh, lessening the, you know, taking away the, uh, the COVID-19 uh, uh, vaccination uh, identification cards, right, uh, to get into a business. Uh, there are so many studies right now that are going on that are, that are showing that masks, in, in some cases, are, are not the reason why uh, the, the COVID-19 numbers are dropping. Uh, they're, they're, if you look at around the country right now, uh, everything that's going on between different sectors of the country, we're finding out more and more about, about COVID-19 and how it's spread and then what you can do to be able to protect yourself from COVID-19. In a lot of cases, it's, it's vaccinations. So it'll be interesting to see, again, how this plays out. How much longer Louisiana is going to be in a mass mandate when, again, our sister states are not doing it anymore? How long are we going to be in a situation where you got to show a vaccination card to get into a business when, again, uh, states around us are not doing this? And, again, at what, at what point is business going, going, going to be, again, put forth so that we can reopen our economy, especially now in the fall where we desperately need it, especially in South Louisiana? We'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm Eric Asher. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Ottawa. If you're in the market for a quality used car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best used vehicles, and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. 
As life gets back to normal here, Diamonds Direct is doing our part with a special offer that's guaranteed to make celebrating those important moments easier and more affordable than ever. You can make any purchase at Diamonds Direct now and spread your payments over five years with zero interest. And everything's included. Rings, earrings, pendants, bracelets, bands. Plus, every sale at Diamonds Direct will benefit Cajun Navy Ground Force and Second Harvest. Buy now, spread your payments over five years, and give back at Diamonds Direct on Severn Avenue across from Lakeside Mall. As life gets back to normal here, Diamonds Direct is doing our part with a special offer that's guaranteed to make celebrating those important moments easier and more affordable than ever. You can make any purchase at Diamonds Direct now and spread your payments over five years with zero interest. And everything's included. Rings, earrings, pendants, bracelets, bands. Plus, every sale at Diamonds Direct will benefit Cajun Navy Ground Force and Second Harvest. Buy now, spread your payments over five years, and give back at Diamonds Direct on Severn Avenue across from Lakeside Mall. Running a business has enough challenges. Finding good employees should be one of them. Cumulus Media New Orleans is here to help you find employees you need now. Contact us today to be part of the Cumulus Top Jobs program by featuring your open jobs online and on the radio. It's easy, affordable, and most of all, it works. Email us today to get started at nolasales at cumulus.com or go online to nolacumuluscares.com. Cumulus Media New Orleans, digital and radio solutions that work because your business is our business. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. Certainly appreciate you joining the show. Gary Smith, Alec Cassell, Mike Scarborough all joined us today. Thanks for their time. Thanks to Rudy Backett Studio. Thanks to our fantastic sponsor who sponsored this program. Please go to ericasher.com for a slideshow to sponsor, sponsor our program. Please continue to support those sponsors. And thank you so much for listening. Whether you listen over the airwaves on 106.1 or well, then you're listening to the podcast. Thanks so much for tuning into the program. Have a great evening, New Orleans. My name is Eric Asher. Coming up next, Jude Young with All Access. Until tomorrow, straight up 4 o'clock. We'll see you then. From the dog, catch the governor. They all got to go. The Lord, I swear we ain't